0: promotion was gained on Saturday away at Fleetwood with a fine 4-0 victory uh, we was hoping that this championship may have been tidied up away at Bristol Rovers on Tuesday, unfortunately it wasn't but we look forward to the first ever visit of ASC Wimbledon to the DW Stadium this coming Saturday and maybe, just maybe, we will be crowned champions we've got a great interview with the gaffer Paul Cook himself, who's been speaking to uh, myself and Simon this week and we will announce the player of the season, the Progress with Unity podcast player of the season as voted, to, voted for by you lot, the listeners and thank you for that. Uh, I'm Barry, this is the Progress with Unity podcast and uh, that's what's coming up. <laughs> Very good introduction, that Barry. Ah, oh, I, uh, I think I was a little bit tongue-tied at uh, points in that. It seemed it was the third take, anyway, he <laughs> should have been a bit better. But, uh.
1: All yeah. alcohol after the weekend, isn't Oh,
0: hey. Eh? Fleetwood, Fleetwood's. I don't I know. But I did matter? get drunk. I did get drunk Saturday night, I must oh, there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, with a couple of people missing this evening, Adam Pendle Barry. We don't know where he is, but he's not here. Is he? Where are you, Adam? <laughs> And uh, Simon's gone playing golf somewhere. Is, it, is that what he's told you? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I heard th- I, I he got lifted out at Fleetwood. I'm not so sure he's been released yet. Well, he did, didn't he? But have you noticed Adam and Simon are always missing <coughs>
1: at the same time? That's true. <sighs> we don't like to speculate, but you never know. You don't, do you? That's none of our business, <laughs> is it? No. no. All of it in the uh, <laughs> Everywhere you look around, tickling each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, stepping into the breach, we've got Steve's made a, a, a return for his yeah. second uh, appearance of the season. Yeah, stepped up to the suburbs bench today. Mm. I didn't go to Fleetwood, so but I did like
2: Barry. Didn't get drunk on Friday night to celebrate the promotion.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then you got the phone call this evening, didn't you?
2: And I got the phone call to get get the kit on and get here. Yeah.
0: yeah. So there's uh, five of us, and uh, well, let's let's uh, let's get doing some lassie chat. Talking of Fleetwood, Gareth, have you got some stats from that fine victory away at Ivory Stadium?
3: Yes, the stats from the game, Fleetwood versus Wigan Athletic, possession, Fleetwood had 45% possession and Wigan 55% possession, attempts, 11 by Fleetwood, 14 to the Latics, attempts on target, 3 by Fleetwood, the Latics managed 8 attempts on target. Corners 4 to Fleetwood, 11 to Wigan folds 11 by Fleetwood, 6 by Wigan Athletic. Yellow cards, 1 each red cards, none each. Goals, none to Fleetwood and 4 to the promoted Wigan Athletic
0: Yes, I'd like to start with you Alan, because obviously, of us who sat around this table, you were the lucky one who managed to snatch yeah. yourself a ticket
1: so... Uh, was it as good as it sounded on the radio? Yeah, it was a good day. You could tell from the, st- the start of the day, the sun was shining. Everyone was in good spirits. and You know, there was just that. Yeah, there was the, obviously the the walk that so started on the Friday, so it's a great effort from them all. And they looked tired, but, you know, <laughs> it would it? be after 32 miles. Or whatever. Do you think that added to the atmosphere? Yeah, yeah, I think it did. I think give it always gives the players an extra boost because they were all there on the Friday and... What they're doing, so yeah, and uh, set up. It seems to be our lucky mascot, Joseph. So you could just tell from the start of the day. that just that feeling that although Shrewsbury were playing Bury, and obviously we had to win our own own game as well. You just had that that, that sneaky suspicion that it was going to be the day, and uh, it was the day. A very good performance, and that's how our our place secured in the championship again next season. Yeah, uh, <coughs> superb. Uh, crowned off a, you know, well it's not crowned off
0: a good season, I mean awful that's going to come but it, uh, it we were the first team in in, in this division, well there's only two teams grabbing promotion, well three teams sorry but we were the first team to grab promotion um, the second side after Wolves weren't to get promotion in, in the EFL um, testament to how, how well we've been this season how dominant we've been
2: third side to get promotion I could beat us to it <laughs> mm-hmm. In the <laughs> EFL
0: Third chance to get us in this season. <laughs> yeah. But we we had um, more points than Accrington though yes, we? We yes. did, Yeah, I think we played fewer games than Accrington had as well. So although it was time wise, I think game wise it was the same. We in top trumps, yeah. That's what Yeah, saying. yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Uh Brilliant. Uh Mass's goal I thought was superb. That little flake.
1: Did he mean it? Um no I do <laughs> I, I this. it ah, kind of it's he, not
2: something you can practice is it yeah no
1: it, instinct Fell nicely for him yeah, yeah. I'd he, like he, to think it. He did, he did his best with what he, what he got given because it was a poor pass and obviously he was in front of the ball so yeah fair play to him End great turn yeah good finish
3: well he obviously did meet it didn't he because I mean it, it happened so quickly the ball's coming to him and he did what he could do to get the ball into his into his room, into his control didn't he so he obviously meant it you just try to keep the momentum up, aren't
4: you? Just yeah. send it forward. Mm. And then obviously latch onto to it.
2: If it yeah. had been Salah, Sala, or if it had been Abramovich, you'd have seen that a lot, lot more, like goal. I know,
1: yeah. But
2: because it's like Little Wigan, down in the Division 1, it's had a little bit of play on Sky, but that's about it. we would have been all over the, the news feed, that.
0: Yeah. Uh one or two people, found their way into the home end didn't they? Uh, managed to key get trouble, tickets.
1: A few troublemakers, yeah. You know. yeah, Simon, yeah, Simon was in there. Simon. And, and Richard. briefly, there. Ricardo, those who know him, Richard <laughs> Ricardo. <laughs> was the he found it? his yeah. way
0: into the... But he didn't get, he didn't get oosted out. Yeah, he went to... Uh, he was uh, dressed in all red. mentioned Richard though, uh, he was after Max pub shirts, but he'd already given it. So we asked him for his shorts and Max... No, but he did. <laughs> Max was not giving him his shorts. <laughs> So he, he was sulking a bit about it, that one. But behind the goals, you was be behind the goals. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Good atmosphere.
1: Good atmosphere, uh, especially when we, we heard the news that Buried equalized So that's when it started to become unreal. But that was brilliant. Yeah. Though. Yeah, and then um, we all started cheering. And then we had a corner. And then Will Greg asked the crowd what score it was, and then gave one of his smiles. And then we scored immediately after that. I think it was Dunkley's off that corner. So. It was a great day. So the, the players were
0: aware as well as Yeah,
1: you? yeah. It, it, obviously, at the start, it was a very even game. I thought Fleetwood started the better team. And then we seemed to have this this period just before half time. We were in the 30th minute, mark where we just seemed to turn it up a gear, and, especially in the away games. And we seemed to steamroll opposition for that 10 minute period. They don't know what's hit them. And then when you got going at 2 0, everything seems a lot better. And the second half, Fleetwood just looked really tired lack motivation we were just passing it sideways mm-hmm. tiring them out and it was a bit like an exhibition game for that second half
0: and the uh, boss was
1: sat in the stands as well watching. he was yeah <laughs> strange decision.
4: <laughs> yeah hey, I, i've heard that defended in the on the grounds that the fleetwood chairman CEO, whoever's doing the appointing has took a couple of gambles in the past and they would rather go for somebody Different rather than just like look to the usual treadmill, which is you know, it's a laudable aspiration, isn't it? Because that's how you're going to find the nuggets. You're not going to suddenly get somebody who's been crap at club after club after club suddenly becoming great at yours.
2: I was going to say, Owen Cole's out of work.
4: Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's exactly the sort of appointment where you just think now. Nah. But if you think he's going to be great, then yeah. you can see that I can't.
0: Ah. Oh, unless it was a pre-agreement that Sheridan would only do till summer, I, I just thought it was a bit unfair on Sheridan considering the turnaround is because is yeah. we're in freefall, weren't we, And he's uh, well, he, and he's worked wondrous ways. Yeah, you know. Oh, you, here we go. We've got the, a manager who's done a half
4: decent job for a while, or a bloody head the ball. You know which one do you want? No. As I'm saying, yeah, get somebody who's different. I think Sheridan's right.
0: a bit of an Ed the Ball as well, <laughs> that's the thing, isn't it.
4: I mean, look at, you've only got to look at Barton's record, haven't you, yeah. you know, buddy, cigars and whatever else, and... Yeah, well, we talked about him last week and I had to do a
0: bit of editing, so we'll, I think we'll, leave. We'll, yeah, I mean, stop
1: talking about Jerry Barton.
0: Yeah, right. yeah. All right, let's well. concentrate on us. Anyway, talking yeah, talk, talk to the managers, um this week, myself, Adam Pendlebury and Simon made our way to, uh the Exton Training Complex. Uh, to meet with uh, Paul Cook and uh, some of the players, and we had a, a superb chat. We had good chats off her as well. Um, we can't really divulge too much in public about what was said there. Get yeah, you. Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, you know. Well, I was on an excellent stage in Exeter. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it was nothing, nothing, not, nothing you know, uh, a, a shaking. But it was just one or two little, little things. No um, yeah, he, co- he was going through the stats of the players with us, you know, and I, I, I think it'd be unfair to single out certain players and uh, the stats. But one, what I would like to mention. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about negatively uh, putting people, here, but positively, uh, it showed us the the players, the player with the best stats. In the squad over the past six weeks, and I was extremely surprised. And this is stats meaning ground covered, sprints uh, done in games, and that. And it was Gary Roberts, absolutely phenomenal. What he'd been doing, you know. So, uh, what the, the one thing we you say about him is he puts a shift
4: in. I and mean, I guess what you're doing there is just scientifically backing that up. Aren't yeah. It?
0: Well, I said that to cook I said it's more of a science now. Management looking at this rather than you know motivation and the rest of it, and he said, "Yeah, science plays a big part in, in the decision making."
4: Yeah, because it's it's very easy, and and you know we've seen it ourselves over this season, previous seasons. That if for whatever reason you've got your eye on a particular player and he has a particularly bad game, you can get it set in your head, such and such a body lazy bugger, or <coughs> you know whatever the other way even and you can, have, you can have it in your head that somebody's a great grafter and they can have a few games where they do the opposite and you're not going to pick that up because you, no. you, you know, you've know preconceived ideas whereas the stats are very black and white and you know if you're watching that and recording it you'll pick stuff up.
0: What he did say uh, as well was that sometimes you wish you could say to the fans take a look at these <laughs> you know, because when he's been more, more than that because he's not partic- picked a, a particular player There are reasons behind it. Um, He did uh, one thing. I will break the confidence of. He did tell us on Friday that Michael Jacobs wasn't going to play because they've watched his stats taper down, and they said if we we play him on Saturday, he'll get injured and he'll probably be out for the rest of the season. That's because he's given so much over the course of the season, and his body was that knackered. He said, but he wants to play. He said, but he understands.
4: Going back, going back to that there where sometimes he wishes he could show the fans basically his justification for a selection. I mean, we had it earlier on this season and we've had it in previous seasons where you get two players, same position. The are would reach James, Callum Elder, and they've both been decent when they've played and, and they've both had the odd badger game here and there. And it's so, so, so easy when one has a bad game to go, oh, why did you not put the other one in? And what you're basically doing is having a go at the management for not being able to bloody mind-read who's going who's <laughs> to be on form on the day.
0: I'd just like to mention that those two players in question weren't mentioned no. by the manager.
4: But, but uh, uh, I, I mean, f- that for me is the, the obvious, easy, easy thing because that's the one position where we've had a very clear swapping in and out of different players and, and you could argue on any given day that if the one on the pitch is, is not having a great day, dead easy criticisms, go Oh, you should have the other one in.
0: Yeah, anyway, let's, let's have a listen to, uh, to, the, to the interview. You know, it is about 10 minutes long, so, but he, he's, uh, he's very open, that's what I'll say about him, and he doesn't sign anything. And it, it was a pleasure to speak to him. So, so let's have a listen and see what he had to say.
5: Um, following the team's relegation last season, how difficult was it to pick the squad up and shape it to what your vision was for this season?
6: Oh, um, well, I, think it, I think the first thing whenever you come into a, a new club as a manager, you know, for me you've always got to be very careful and respectful of the people that have been here before yet, you, know, because it's easy to say what was wrong. You know, for me as a manager I've always preferred to say well from our first day it's now our time at the club you know, and it's important that we leave a marker down, that is us, myself, the staff. So you know, for the first day the lads, which are the most important people here, were so responsive you know, we probably had too many players for sure. So I think the squad was approaching 39 pros, which is far too many for any type of harmony. You know, so it was cutting the numbers as quickly as we can. We wanted to get the squad down to a, a manageable amount. So the first challenge was difficult because obviously you meet with lads and probably tell them that the future is not here. You know, but as a manager, I've always preferred, preferred to be upfront and honest yeah. and tell them exactly what's going on you know it doesn't mean that that's the end of their career if you look at max Powell for example as a perfect example you know it looks like our paths were going to go in different directions but certainly due to Mac, max's habits around training ground stuff how he approaches the game he was the one who made sure the door was never shut you know his professionalism shone through all through it even yeah. not a great time for us all with max's relationship with us if you look at that relationship today it's a very strong one you know max one of the mainstays of our team and play very well yeah Absolutely. Um, and so, going on from that, who are the unsung heroes this season? Uh, the unsung heroes is always easy to say. I think at every club, you know, for a Nick Powell, you'll always have a Gavin Massey if you understand my point. yeah. You know, they're totally different characters. I think some of the best things sometimes is if you ask the players, the players will always tell you more so than anything. The football's always been a, a way where at clubs, for example, fans will always have the more popular ones and not. Certainly for me, Gavin Massey is without doubt one of our unsung heroes. He covers so much ground on a pitch, he works so hard for his teammates. He's probably one of the nicest lads you'll ever meet in your your life. He trains well, conducts himself great. So, certainly for me, Gavin Massey will be right up there.
5: Brilliant. Um, I know you said at one of the fans' uh, forums at the start of the season about Peter Reid coming in and you haven't been able to get rid of him. How influential has
6: he been this season um, and what have you learnt from him? He's been massive influence. It, it's Peter. Certain football people have presences and Peter's got a massive presence wherever he goes. So he's certainly been a fantastic manager if you look at Sunderland where they were under Peter for example yeah. and where they are today. So not only is his managerial career strong strongest football career has, so his firstly his presence around the training ground every day's been huge. But for myself on a personal note, it's just been them little moments, you know, where possibly I might be losing my head now and again and you know, things mightn't be going so well and Peter's yeah. just got so much knowledge of the game and been through all the emotions that I'm probably going through and he's been such a calm and influence on me, such a good influence, been great for all the staff. So you know, we see him now as just very much part of ourselves, which yeah. is the biggest compliment I can pay Peter.
5: That's great. Um, what has been the toughest league game we have played this season and why? toughest league game we've played? Don't I
6: why? know Oxford was quite a, a tough Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Yeah it was, Oxford was a tough one. You know, I think probably it was the Oxford one, yeah, because we know how important the result is. As a manager when you're making decisions, you're trying to always make them right. Like the modern day game now, the huge one, and it's a good debate, is the two up front. Yeah. You know, for me, and I'd always be preferring one up front. I think when you go with two strikers you, you genuinely go with that chance that it's you score or they score it's not the way football is because you give up the middle of the pitch and for me as a manager i would prefer to be the dominant team albeit sometimes struggling to score which i accept rather than the the gumgo team and certainly the decisions on tuesday night we felt you know with davanti on the bench and you know the attacking players we have you know the risk and reward was there for all to see you know, could it have gone wrong. Of course it could. You know, but certainly on Tuesday night it went really well for us. The positive substitutions were huge. So as a manager, you have a, a big sigh to say thank God. You don't have a one where you think, haven't I done well? You think thank God that's gone well for us on the night.
5: And I suppose you know you, you said about the one up front kind of. And it, I know it's been great for majority of the season. Was the plan to bring in Vaughan and play the two together because you've got two footstyle strikers? who work with each other and it's been a brilliant partnership You know, we saw at Rochdale how well they they combined Um, and it wasn't something I thought we were going to see from the players Um, but is that something you had
6: in mind to be able to play them both up top together? I think it's a good question one of the big things about a game's take on certain formats for our fans who were at Rochdale and Rotherham there's such contrasting games one's blood and thunder (laughs) and the other's like a testimonial and as a manager sometimes it's hard to influence them yeah. When you've got a strong squad and the calibre of player we're lucky to have at the club, sometimes you can influence every game you play. playing. I certainly think the Vaughan and Grigg partnership is a strong one, but I think it's very much suited for certain type of games. Uh, when the games are like the Rotherham one, which is a more patient game where the ball's not going as forward quick and the, the game lacks tempo if you like. Yeah. The games are very much, we struggle to put tempo in and Rotherham are comfortable to play the game like that. So I certainly think for our fans, seeing them combinations, I think everyone would like to see them. I think tinkering with formations and systems is good. But I think if you're the fan, even the biggest critic of us, if you look at the balance of our games, we haven't done a lot wrong. So we hold our hands up when we have. But the consensus from me and the staff is that we're okay. We're quite solid, we're strong. And sometimes in our pursuit of making us stronger, you can actually sort of tinker with it too much. So a lot of the time I think we'll see the one up front, but always with the ability and have the personnel to be able to go with two.
5: Well, that's it. Um, you know, we showed up with bringing Devante on, yeah, yeah. on uh, Tuesday night. It brought a different edge, something the fans may not have seen. Yeah. Um,
6: and there was, you know, a great interlinked play as well. It was a great goal, to yeah. be fair. It was, it was Boughton Gary Roberts. It was a great goal. It was just a genuine great yeah. goal. It was great awareness by Devante. It was a great goal by Will. And to be fair, we're quite lucky because, if, again, if someone said to you today, who's our player of the year, then it'd probably take you 10 minutes to answer it because there's so many Some people, weekend, yeah. so many cases for it. And I think that's great credit to the whole squad of players. You yeah. were yeah. Sam Moss's ball, by the way. Sam yeah, Sam
5: <laughs> ball. Yeah, ball. slept a lot since then. You're okay. <laughs> and then the final one from me for I uh, pass on to the guys is oh. uh, what's your message for the fans going into the final
6: games of the season now? Just stay with us. You know, it's the biggest thing in football for fans. I think, you know, one of my big gripes with supporters, not Wigan fans now, I think a lot of fa- fans are a lot of clubs now Forgetting what supporting your team is all about. Mm. Supporting your teams is through good and bad times. That's what supporters do. Wigan fans have seen it as good as anyone. Yeah. You know, nowadays it's so easy for fans to jump onto players' back and criticise stuff that for me we're losing that link between supporters and players and fans. Where you know lads need your support. Our fans have been terrific all year. If we're having a bad time now, we need you out. Know, that's the time to get behind us. And hopefully we don't need their support. No. The likelihood is we're going to need their support. So stay with us.
5: And that's it. We're travelling in good numbers, Steve. I saw that before was uh, Bristol. I know the numbers are going up there. And then Doncaster.
6: That's going to be our there. biggest player yeah. of the season. It's fantastic. So. And the fans have been terrific. You know, it's, 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 it's something that managers will always have gripes about and different stuff. The biggest thing that everyone must have is them good relationships. You know, without our supporters we don't have a club. You know, people say the players are the most important thing at clubs, they're not. The supporters are without a shadow of doubt. Yeah. Mm. Talking of clubs, uh, have you spoken to John Coleman since uh, promotion? The achievement by John, the staff and the players is absolutely fantastic. You know, I've been at the club, I've worked at the club and know whatever they they go through. You know, and you can't heap enough praise on them. You know, the achievement is absolutely fantastic to have clubs in the division like Lewin's. Coventry, Notts Counties, mm-hmm. you know, and Accrington now, if they see it through we'll win the league, you know, hopefully they can see it through, you know, but I'm sure the celebrations over there will be strong, and rightly so. The players deserve that. You know, John, Jimmy, all the staff, John Doolan, they all deserve that. It's an unbelievable achievement, mm-hmm. and certainly our best wishes go to them all. Because
0: what about John Doolan being there? He's
6: ex winner He's got young yeah. coach as well, they've got a really good team, they've got a great <laughs> set of lads, mm-hmm. and you can see what people don't put in now. Team spirit's huge in football. You know, lads who are prepared to run that extra yard for each other is huge mm-hmm. and sometimes that club's egos and personalities can take over and that's when it gets a sad day, you know, our job as a staff and players is to commit ourselves and run every inch and cover every ground to time win a game of football and Accrington have done that in an abundance and they've also got quality to go with it so massive congratulations yeah. Yeah, Just the, uh, the cliched uh, non-Latics question, um, if you had an
4: infinite amount of cash which, which Premier League player would you sign?
6: I don't think being a Liverpool fan, it's not hard to answer, this. it? <laughs> Salah, Salah, we've got Sammy Mosey as our Egyptian king, but certainly the I'd swap Sammy for Salah, that's for sure. <laughs> I think he's had an outstanding year at Liverpool, and I think we even, you know, it's great for supporters when your season's still going on, you know, for Liverpool fans over in Liverpool now and know what it means to them to be still involved in that Champions League, and, you know, the the, the emotions around the city, and, you know, for Wigan today for us it's great you know our fans are buzzing now we're going over to Fleetwood it's Doncaster we know the sales for Doncaster are going through the roof it will be our biggest support and that's what it's about because football plays such a huge part in every community so being a big Liverpool fan I'm sure Klopp would have me <laughs> have Salah, and I don't know how much I think Mr. Wheeler we'd have to go to our granddad Mr. Wheeler and see what he could do <laughs> thank you very much Bob right, everyone thank, thank
3: you,
0: yeah, thank you. right uh, very interesting though. Uh, I mean, some some points that he's raised that we could, you know, perhaps just get over quite quickly. I mean, the thing about the question they asked about playing Vaughan and Grit together, but um, he said he he plays with one striker. Yeah, and
1: well, yeah. it makes sense. He, he like like he said he, he liked to dominate football games. He do not he doesn't like conceding, you know deeper up in the team, and when, when you play with two up front, you do see a more end-to-end game, don't you? You're obviously more susceptible to losing possession, and obviously find it harder to defend, and you can ship more goals, but also, you know, it gives you that, as we saw against Oxford, it gives you that, you know, extra bit that you might need to, to break down the team, so it's all about that decision during the game, when to make it, and um, if to make it. And you know it makes sense. I I'm, I prefer. I'm never this ooh, go to four four two kind of person. I'm. I understand where he's coming from with the mm. one up front, and it's what you can't
0: complain, can you? No, no, he does. <laughs> <no. laughs> well, some gear, Paul. Oh, no, that's that's one of yours, that uh, Gavin yeah. Massey. You know.
4: Yeah, I. I'm um, Gavin Massey. I, I think part of what you get out of Gavin Massey is you get more out of Nathan Byrne, which you don't get when Gavin Mass is not there as much, so it's, yeah, yeah. and, and that is that is literally unsung hero, because somebody else is getting the credit for, for what you're doing.
0: Kuki talks about his work ethic as well, you know he puts the shift in, the stats prove that, you know, he's uh, he does, and he, it's sometimes not all about the fashion, I mean, we just spoke about his goal at Fleetwood and, you know, wonderful take and, and turn and, and finish but it's, it's about putting putting the yards in as well, isn't yeah, it?
4: Yeah, you know, you defend from the front, don't you?
0: Yeah. Uh, and th- that tickled me mean, as well, Steve, when we were talking about, you know, uh, obviously his Liverpool uh, supporter uh, instincts coming out. Yes. They objects. Yes, which player would you sign? I mean, was there ever going to be yeah. another another player who was going to say other than Mo Salah?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, he's do Salah's doing brilliantly this year for Liverpool, and he had a reasonably good season last season with, with Roma, but before that, he was a nondescript player, and nobody wanted him. Well, so he's come good, he's playing into a system. I can understand why Kuki wants him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> still wouldn't be the best Egyptian player to grace the DW pitch, though, he? No, he wouldn't. No.
2: But i still say, if we had Messi in the team, they'd still complain at Lattics. Yeah. <laughs> they really wouldn't. Not was.
1: bulky enough. You know?
2: Yeah, not put the tattle in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, a very honest, very honest
0: Gareth in his in his comments.
3: Yes, very honest.
0: Yeah, right. Let's 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 crack on uh, because we had a we had a game on Tuesday. We've already mentioned that uh, we, we travelled down to Bristol. Rose, and took a further following down there for a Tuesday night. 400, 400, plus. We'll brush over World Ring Dancing in Revs on Saturday night. Yeah, we'll <laughs> brush over all that, yeah. Uh, I, think that's, I think you can't brush over that. Well, we'll we come to it, you know. it in a bit.
3: Have you got the stats from the Bristol Rovers game, Gareth, please? Yes, the stats from last night's game. Bristol Rovers versus Wigan Athletic. Possession, 53% to Bristol Rovers, 47% to the Latics. Attempts, Bristol managed six attempts, Wigan seven. Attempts on target, one each. Just one each. Corners, one to Bristol no. and six to William Athletic.
1: Why? There, there was a highlight before the second. They scored the goal. Jimmy Jones. on target. Made save, Walter yeah. made a double save just yeah. for half time. Yeah, yeah. 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 BBC that's stats, though, you know. Barry, I reckon that's you changing it. No, you?
0: no, BBC stats, fake news. We know BBC fake is fake news. We yeah, know what Yeah, Walter
1: made a cracking save.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, those stats, like you said, a bit of fake news, but who cares? we got a point. Only one start that matters. 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, uh, one, one, one point. Unlucky not for that other goal to get charged off, otherwise we'd have been champions of so already, wouldn't we?
1: Well, yeah, it was onside, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Did he not Was he not slightly offside
2: before the move started? Just before the cross came in? Was he not in an offside position then, and then moved on? doesn't matter.
1: It was our player who had a shot, came off the keeper, and when, when the player had the shot, which was saved, he was onside because there's a, there's a video that a fan took. Online with it and he's, he's done you know, nice yeah, well. yeah, can see it on the ice as well yeah you can see it on the Like com- he's, he's, he's comfortably on side yeah. and, he, and the, the lines yeah. have just got a guess for it, it, I, what minute it? were that? 76 was that before we scored? No,
0: before we scored yeah it yeah.
1: was about yeah. 5 minutes yeah. before we so that, that, the game changes after that
4: doesn't it you can you know you... yeah anyway
0: nah, we got the point and we moved on yeah. points are relevant though isn't it
2: really because we're still top on goal difference
0: yeah. before yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. but Luke's better
0: Right, I'm just going to make an announcement. Uh, The progress of the NCAA player of the season. Uh, Drum roll, please, (laughs) on. Classics number two. Is it? Yes. Nathan Byrne. So, congratulations to Nathan Byrne. We've got an interview with him.
5: Um, so going into the uh, final of games now, um, we've had a consistent season,
7: what's what's your personal aim for these last four games? Um, obviously I think the, the main thing is we want to be champions, um, I think that's first and foremost, promotion as champions was the, was the goal at the start of the season, uh, and then secondly if we can get over 100 points that's, a, that's another bonus, but um, I think now we're so close to being uh, going up, uh, and especially as champions, that's our main aim, I think. And we've seen many games you get you get forward and Max
5: Power covers you and things like that. Is that something you enjoy about your play, being able to get up and down that touchline and
7: supporting the attack? Yeah, well, um, the manager come in and he, he said to me in pre-season that he wants me to be a really attacking full-back and not to worry so much about my defensive side. He said that will come naturally and we'll have people filling in. Um, but the first time I realised that he actually meant it was when we played Shrewsbury away and we come in at half-time and he took mine and reached James's head off because we weren't attacking. So I knew that he was all about that really and if his full-backs weren't getting forward we weren't doing our job. So um, No, it's, it's been great for me because I think it suits my style of play and um, I'm happy the managers trusted me to do
0: that. You, your on-field relationship with Gavin massey has been you know, very good I, I feel um, uh, if you don't
7: mind me saying it, I always think you play just that little bit better when he's actually in the team. Have you found a good relationship built up over the season with him? Yeah, well, I think if you look at most of the games, probably 80% was with is with Gavin. So, um, see, uh, it's it's only natural that you're into playing. Your link-up is, is going to be better if you're playing consistently with someone. So, um, yeah, I probably feel the same way as well. Um, I think uh, I know where Gavin's going to be and he knows where I am. And he's always there to fill in if I go past him. So... Um, this season has been a it's, it's been a good um, relationship we've had and um, I'm thankful for that. Really, are you going to be trying to bag a goal in these next four games? I'm uh, desperate. I'm desperate. I think deserve. I, it. Everyone keeps saying it's coming. It's coming. It's yeah, coming. It's, it's us, coming. Yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah. saying it, but it hasn't come so far. So I've got four four games to try and get a goal. Yeah, it'd, it'd yeah. Be, yeah. be good well, to it, can
5: you can know get one in before end the season you really can deserve can what you've uh, done this season. Um, and finally from me, obviously yeah. you've won the Progress with Unity podcast Player of the Season um,
7: trophy. Have you got any messages for the fans who've been voting for you? Just thanks for all your support. Um, obviously thanks for voting me the winner. Um, obviously uh, it, it means a lot to me and um, uh, hopefully we can seal it off for the fans with promotion and uh, especially as champions but um, we really appreciate your support all season home and away and um, it doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah and we mentioned
5: to Paul Cook earlier we've got numbers travelling obviously to Fleetwood we've sold out, Bristol the numbers are going up and then hopefully Doncaster where it can all become, you know if we get the trophy and what have here. there's over 3,000 travelling there, it must be really positive for the players and give you a real lift.
7: Of course it is, I mean every game um, when your fans are cheering you on it, it, it helps and um, sometimes I don't think the fans realise how much it does help you when they're getting behind you and singing and cheering and even if you're not playing well it really does help a team and they are um, a massive part of our success and um, yeah hopefully we can uh, give them a few good away days um, towards the end of the season now We just need to get you a song now, we got Gavin Massey a song the other week, uh, we just need to get you one Yeah that'd and, be uh, nice James Vaughan got one so we'll
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Have you had a song before at another club? Um, I think
7: I had one at Swindon um, yeah we'll get on
5: the message boards and have a look and see yeah. if we can dig something up yeah but no right thank you lovely yeah Cheers. thank you very much yes,
4: thank,
0: thank you, you. ah so chuffed a bit to win the uh, player of the season trophy yeah. and he's, you know obviously thanks to all the people who voted for him a great season yes, the Man, great season I
3: yeah. voted for him by the
0: way I voted for him as well
4: yeah he's he's, he's been a standout player in a standout team you know he's, he's it's not like when James McLean won it and the the competition was nil, is it? You know, there's been a lot of competition for that, so it's an hard thought.
3: Well, there have been a lot of stand. There have been a yeah. lot of standout players, in truth. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, there could have been a number of candidates, but for the consistency, yeah. he really has been top Ta- draw.
0: Talking to uh, Max Power up at the training ground, and he, he said he thinks he's going to get the Players Player as well this season. Everybody's been talking about him. So he's made a big impression. Uh, one thing I did, we, we, we saw while we—I just—it was just—they just were playing. Uh, well, Paul Cook and, and Massey were playing. Sam, Sam Massey, Sam Morsey, sorry, Sam Morsey. Paul Cook and Sam Morsey were playing <laughs> football, tennis uh, when we first arrived, and it was uh, it was quite good to watch, um, and he, very competitive. I'll say and when Marshall was making mistakes he was letting him know he was making mistakes but Nathan Byrne uh, and Dan Byrne had a game as well it was Nathan Byrne and Michael Jacobs against Dan Byrne and Nathan Byrne's technical ability watching him play this game was unbelievable he was absolutely superb you can tell you can see why he's been at a Premier League club in Spurs you know that technical ability was fantastic so it was really good to watch And uh, Dan Burns (laughs) wasn't such. (laughs) And he threatened anybody who'd been video recording it to uh, delete it and don't put it on the internet. That was a jolly action, by the way. That was the worst
1: jolly action (laughs) I've ever heard, but we'll carry on. Okay. (laughs)
0: Right. Uh, Just want to mention, before we move on to the League One update, that uh, Joseph's goal, that's to give an update on the Joseph's goal talk. What an absolutely fantastic effort they all made at the weekend. £33,000. That's that's unbelievable, that. An unbelievable amount. Yeah. um, Anyway, um, Joseph Goal himself, Paul Kendrick, has been in touch and um, he's been, as if you could just mention that, the Joseph Goal ball is coming up on Friday the 11th of May. Nothing to me, that rings a bell. Doesn't ring a little bit of a
1: bell, does it? Think I uh, think that's edged important.
0: in our history, isn't it? Well, I think uh, this night is going to be uh, a celebration not only of Joseph Skull and the charity, but of the FA Cup win, because the guests, the guest list includes Roberto Martinez, Graham Jones, Callum McManaman, Sean Maloney, <coughs> Paul Sharner, Boise, Gary Caldwell, Mike Pollitt, and he's put etc. <coughs> <Wow. laughs> no, I don't know what position he played, but he must have been a good one if he's in that company. <laughs> uh, uh, Paul said it's going to be S, yes, and I think it is. It is going to be S, yes. and there's only a small number of tickets remaining. The event is being held at Kelly Court, and it's seven p.m. till uh, one o'clock in the morning. And it is, if I can just make this a little bit bigger so I can see it. <laughs> It is tickets are priced at fifty pound each or four hundred and fifty pound for a table of ten, and uh, to, to uh, all the proceeds are going to go to fund research into NKH. And you can get details details via uh, tweeting. T- just tweet Joseph's goal and, and speak to them on Twitter. That's the best way to do it, really. Uh, so if you fancy a night celebrating our cup success again, which is always worth doing, it's the 5th anniversary this year. 5 years? It seems longer but shorter to me, I don't know. It's a strange one, isn't it?
1: What's happened?
0: Yeah, it seems like yesterday, but then it seems like a, a lifetime ago. Yeah. we mm. Right, uh, League One update. Anyway, Brilliant, before we move on, brilliant, uh, made you really proud to be a gonna have that on Saturday when that talk was fantastic. got
2: cover- good coverage on Twitter, on Facebook and in the national media
0: too. Yeah, TV and radio as well, aren't yeah, it? it. Yeah, so fantastic, well done, well done everybody concerned, that, um, I know the Mudleter, uh lads uh, worked tremendously hard there and uh, the, the Pirate Night podcast as well, they were involved with it. Anyway, so well, well, well done to them. Brilliant. Uh, League One update. MK Dons fired the manager off and didn't get the desired result. It'll so well, t- flat the
1: down, does not
0: it? It does. Um, Rochdale, I think everybody saw the Rochdale-Bradford game at the weekend. Rochdale were, were winning 1-0 uh, with heading into injury time. Stephen Warnock lofted a ridiculously high lob into the, into the area. The keeper come Grabbed it. it, yeah, dropped it right at the foot, feet of Charlie White, the person you don't know, and he just taps in so they won a piece. Uh but they're at the bottom four, haven't they? I still think they're a decent side then, you know. Yep. Uh, strange interview with Keith Hill on T V this week as well, where he was talking about the fact that they're a League Two club and they've enjoyed playing at League One almost almost like he were giving up, I don't know. Um,
1: so they're at the relegation zone now for the first time in a while. So yeah, they've I don't got, know why they give up. Did you with Plymouth last night? We've dropped
4: all the way,
0: haven't they? Yeah, they've got two our games coming up though, as well. I think Walsall are in a bit of free free flow fall. They've got three
3: games in.
0: left of, Yeah, they have. They play Northampton at the you, weekend. It's going to be an interesting weekend this one, isn't it, with you know, the promotion and relegation. Uh, if you look at the uh, playoffs, I mean, the good thing about this weekend is uh, Chelten Athletic really have to win this weekend. Who do they play?
6: Oh, that's Rovers. right.
0: Yeah, they've got, the, uh, they got the Rovers down at the valley. Mm. So that, that falls nicely for us, doesn't it? Because um, I wouldn't really like to be going into the last weekend with us level on points because we were Doncaster away. We would never do anything to Doncaster, do it, And they've got NK so on us so Always a first time.
2: Always a first time. And when
4: you, when you look at this club going into the last week, having to... Deliver the
0: goods. Do they ever fall up short?
3: Um. Well, we have once. Yeah. <laughs> right, Gareth. Who have we got on Saturday? We got on Saturday, AFC Wimbledon, as you said. The first uh, the first visit down to the DW Stadium. We like to know what the forms like.
0: Right, so Let's we'll have look at the form, Gareth. Yeah.
3: Yeah, well, over the last six games, they've formed pretty good, really. Pretty good, considering they're down at the 18th position in the table, with 50 points from their 43 games. The last six, sorry, they've drawn two, won two, and lost two. They lost against Fleetwood, at home. I just thought I'd mention that one. Most recently, they drew two apiece with Oldham. Mm. We've actually played
0: Wimbledon 11 times, but only played AFC Wimbledon once. And that was this season which uh, we gave a bit of a pace in the place, didn't we? Yeah. Um, the record against Wimbledon, including AFC Wimbledon, is 11 games, we've won four, drawn two and lost five. The referee for the game is Mr Andy Woolmer. we've had him quite a few times during the years, he's from North Ants uh this season he's done 22 games 59 yellows and two reds uh if i'm not mistaken he's a postman if i'm not mistaken but i might be i'm sure he, he's he's the father who's a postman
4: no oh, that's kevin friend no
0: he's well he's a side postman because he's a full-time ref now right? oh. yeah. um he, he's actually arrested just once this season and it was our 3-1 away defeat to south end
1: Oh, that wasn't going well, was it? Yeah, no. well, let's have some predictions. Then. The ref, that wasn't it? Yeah, of course it
4: was.
0: Let's have some predictions. So we'll start off with Gareth, and we'll work around because I think Adam's got the stats for us this week as well. The, odds. Uh, the can't uh, the can't
1: predict the stats. The
0: odds, the Even odds, the results it's falling apart. I'm very excited. You, you are promotion. I'd have a beer at the weekend. Um, it has gone to your head. Yeah. Not come out of your head. No. And my daughter came round it and we had a, a, a whisky each and she didn't like it so she gave it to me. So I had two whiskies, a German beer, half, I've heard a, some half, excuses. half a bottle yeah, of wine yeah. and a Cafferys. I okay. felt quite drunk. Anyway, Gareth,
3: go on. Well, which way is it going to be? We've got a brilliant manager, we heard from him before. Brilliant, brilliant manager. We've scored the most, we've conceded the least and we're top of the league. But as I always say, it's about attitude. It's about our attitude. How are we going to go for it? I sincerely hope so our last home game. 3-0. Fantastic.
2: Steve. I tend to predict most of the time, if you listen to friends and family, I tend to go for a 3-1 Latics win uh, because I'm always dubious about just conceding a goal. We seem to have been conceding more than... We have done later during the season, so I'm going to go for 3 1 again. I think we'll win comfortably. I think we might concede a goal 3 1. it's Again, talking to one of our colleagues here, I do prefer two strikers up front uh, because I, th- I think we're strong enough in the midfield and in defence to cope with that. And I really would like to see two up front and just let's entertain the fans. Let's really go for it and like, let's have an exciting end to the season. But I still think we'll win 3 1 in the shadow. I think we're comfortable.
3: Paul?
4: We've got two games left, haven't we? And even if we lose both those games, we've still got our hands on the prize that we needed. So, same with Blackburn. So, it's a a guilt-free shootout for me. And I think it's going to be goals, 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 because we're not going to sit tight and try and nick a point because if we get a point and Blackburn win we hand over that initiative into the last game so we're going to be goals, goals, goals and after last night's game and obviously the gaff for being a Liverpool fan I'll go with a 5-2 <laughs> home win
2: oh, too conceded only
0: <sighs> I don't. Uh, it's a strange team, Wimbledon, aren't they? Because they're not very good. But they have a striker who's been scoring goals, but he's not very good either. So I think uh, on that basis, it's going to be four
1: nil. Four nil.
3: We've
1: got some out- odds. I there. have got some odds, Barry, for you. So um, a Wigan win is eight to fifteen. A draw three to one, and an away win is eleven to two just go a few, through a few scores with you 1-0 1-0 Wigan 5 to 1 2-0 Wigan also 5 to 1 2-1 7 to 1 3-0 9 to 1 3-1 is 12 to 1 your 4-0 is 18 to 1 oh that's a good one i can't seem to get your 5-2 at the minute so
2: no i am 20s i think it
1: <laughs> that'll, that'll you'll get good odds for that um a 0-0 draw 10 to 1 a 1-1 6 to 1 a two two is eighteen to one. And the away win score lines we've got a one nil, fourteen to one, two nil, forty to one, a two one is twenty to one. And if you're feeling really pessimistic as a Wigan fan, a three nil <laughs> away win is a hundred to one. Yeah. Very rarely what did Barnsley do us? <laughs> it was four one. Yeah. Um that is a two hundred to one. Oh that's not to happen anyway. Famous last words. What are you going for? I'm going to go for 3-1 as well. Um, Great minds. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking all night from the start. I thought, yeah, we'll, we need to win, but Wimbledon also. They're down there and they're going to be fighting, so I, re- I reckon they'll get a goal at least. So, yeah, 3-1 for me. <coughs> and a few goal scorers as well. Yeah, cool. Very short odds for the Wigan goal scorers. Um, first goal scorer, Will Greg, 3-1. Uh, Nick Powell, 10-3. to James Vaughan, 4-1. Devante Cole, nine two. Jacobs eleven to two. David Perkins. Mm. David Perkins. Twenty
2: eight to one. gosh, rubbish on that, isn't
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Wimbledon scorers, Lyle Taylor, thirteen to two. Joe Piggott, seventeen to two and Andy Barcham ten to one. I'm not really too familiar with any of those. Taylor isn't it? I Kyle know. Taylor, he's the manager. He's the one, 17 goals. Yeah, Lyle Taylor. Lyle so Taylor. And yeah, in, in a bad yeah.
0: team, seventeen
2: goals a good return. Isn't it? Good yeah. Good
0: return for the yeah. team down there. I think there's quite a few penalties in that though, isn't there? He's all. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. not too sure, but yeah. yeah, that's the odds. Good, good, good stuff. So this time next week, Do you think we'll be sat here uh, as champions or? Do you think it'll go to last game? Oh, we will be sat here at box seat with it still going. I
1: fancy us to be champions. I fancy us too. to win,
2: win on Saturday and Blackburn to draw a Charlton. Yeah,
1: I think a, a draw a Charlton. I think the
2: pressure will crack. I think they'll crack. Shrewsbury crack first up, and uh, I think Blackburn will crack up second.
0: There's only one defeat in thirty three. I? I mean, is, taking it all rivalries aside. Uh, it's mind,
2: it's mind, it's pressure on the mind now, it's yeah,
0: not just physical. But they have, they have been on a good run haven't they? It's
4: not well. that's, that's why I think, could because both sides are promoting, even if you don't win the title, you're still going to be happy, so I think that just frees you up. I, don't, I, I think the pressure's gone, both sides, the pressure's gone, because all you're doing now is just trying to win a pot.
2: I, I think Blackburn want the pot more than what probably we do or the supporters do probably oh the supporters do you know, right. so I think that puts pressure on the team then I, I, I reckon we'll do it slip up at Charlton perhaps a draw at Charlton
1: mm. it'd be nice to go into Doncaster you know to, uh, a uh, relaxed but it'd also be good to go in with something to play for and then you I'll know. Win it though, yeah
4: but how nice would it be to win to win the title at the end of your last home game of the season and everybody comes out as a nice great brain and then Don
0: just become a party, doesn't it? Yeah. That's my preferred option. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, whatever happens, I think we've, we can safely say we've had uh, a top season. Yeah. One yeah. of the best again.
1: <laughs> up, uh, down, up, down, up,
0: down. Better than the last
1: time in League One.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've had the cup run. We've cut one, pulled um, the results of the season it out of the bag, haven't we, uh, beating City? Yeah. Uh, we've seen some scintillating football. It's been just... Fantastic, we've been introduced to some new players as well, not we, this season? Big Shea. I mean, who'd who heard of Shea dunkler this time last
1: year? I had. Uh, I watched I him thought play Bolton last season and he had did it in his own net. Right. So I didn't think at that point I'd be seeing him <coughs> be one of Wigan's best players a year later, but, you know, f- football's a funny game. It is, and Nathan Burn coming back and, Nathan you know, winning really player of the season. You'd have thought that. None of the best
0: um We'd have thought Dan Pole and uh, Dan Burn, and Nick Powell would still be here as well, that's another one, isn't it? You know, we thought that's they'd true. be off. Yeah, and Marcy as well. Sammy Marcy, yeah. Yeah,
3: he later. was cast out, wasn't he, at one yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean he, he was all but Burnsley, wasn't he, you know. And we managed to snatch him back, you know. There's something about this time. Um and um,
1: Max Power oh, as well at the uh, start of the season he he was not even get a so for the first team he obviously had a bit of a, a fallout in summer with wanting to leave to the Championship, but he got it, got well, He's, he's going to get
4: that this summer,
1: isn't he? <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> no. He's a big character around the place,
0: Max, as well, as he's good, he's good. Uh, An happy Max Power. It's good for team morale because you know he's a joker and, he, and he's, he's good in there. We could
2: see at the, the Southport friendly there was something not right with the squad of the team during the, the actual match. You could see tell with the players' attitudes and and, and body language at the, the Southport friendly game pre-season, and that's when all my boggle and then all this powder business rose up. And he, he shifted out the bad, the bad eggs, I suppose. I think at the beginning of the season, and got on with it.
0: But, I mean, like Paul drew. Paul Cook mentioned Max Power in his interview about him knuckling down yeah. and, and booking on and, and you know being a top trainer and forcing his way back into into, into the plans. Yeah, That's you what you see, want. You
4: forget how good Lee Evans was, don't you, for the first half of the season because you've mm. not seen him for six months. Mm. Well, four months no, I thought we I thought we might miss him more than what we have. But Power's really stepped into the into the breach, aren't
0: Yes. Well. Brilliant. Good night from me. Good night. Good
2: night from us all.